Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. NFL Blitz brought to you by our friends at Priority Men's Medical Centers. Check them out at PriorityMensMedical.com. Let's hear from Pete Carroll about the mutual agreement that he agreed to yesterday. Following our season-ending meetings uh, with ownership, it's clear, and for a variety of reasons, um, we we have mutually agreed uh, to set a new course for the club to take on new leadership. Okay, he's not saying he's done, though. Right. But he did say that uh, (laughs) he wanted to stay on, Mike. He would have loved to have stayed on. I competed pretty hard to be the coach, just so you know, because I just wanted to make sure that I stood up for all of our coaches and the players and the things that we had accomplished, not so that we could be the coach still, but so that we could continue to have a chance to be successful and keep the organization going. That's what I was fighting for. So I, I, in that regard, that was what I was representing in our discussions. And uh, we got, got to a good part, good, clean spot where it made sense, and, and uh, you know, I went along with, the, with their intentions. Yeah, I mean, the article in, in Seattle saying that they wanted to do what most coaches do when they come to a crossroads. You had to fire a bunch of assistants, that he wasn't prepared to perhaps do that. And so, you know, and, and this is coming from ownership because he's tight with the GM. You know, you got Geno Smith, the quarterback with a ceiling, you know, but and you, and you he oversaw, the, you know, the Legion of Boom until obviously you had to kind of retool it. They've done a really good job with the draft and putting things back together. So, yeah, he didn't want to leave Seattle by any stretch. That's why I think he's definitely going to, you know, he'll take some calls. I think so, too. I think so, too. Meanwhile, the Bears yesterday, because there was so much news, the Bears make the decision to stay with Eberflus, their head coach. They also fired everyone pretty much on the offensive side, including their OC. Which was a smart move. It was. But Ryan Poles, the general manager, and oh, by the way, he holds the number one pick in the draft, said Eberflus, the reason why they stayed the course is because... When you go through hard times and you can keep everyone together, to me, that's like the critical piece. In a market like this, like you have to be strong. I mean, if he's jumping off the boat and everyone else starts jumping off the boat, it's a hot mess. So the stability was a big piece of it. Um, the detail that he coaches with, taking some of the mistakes from the game, bringing them to practice, and making sure that we're doing things the right way. I saw a lot of progress in that. There's a reason why we went from three to seven wins. There are, the player aspect of it is important, but also the detail and bringing the team together and sticking through those hard times allowed us to push through. And and you saw a lot of those wins happening towards the back end of the season. It's not for him. I really don't think that's the case. I think it starts to crumble. Everyone starts to do their own thing. So to me, that was a, a critical piece in this. Okay. And the quarterback played better. The defense was better. They made progress. Made so, a run second half of the season. So Eberflus is back. Now they need a new offensive coordinator and an offensive staff. And you go get the best guy out there. I mean, I don't know if you try to talk to, uh, you know, steal somebody from, you know, from the 49ers. Or you try to steal somebody who's working with Todd Munkin. Because you just got to, you know, you. that was the mistake of Luke Getzey. Because we remember we said this last year. He had never been an OC at the pro level. Never even called plays. So you're trying to develop, you know, you're trying to get the most out of fields. You've got to get that, we like to use the phrase quarterback whisper, but somebody who's done it. 
Right. You know, even if it's an old fart, you got to get somebody in there who's done it. Yeah, I totally agree. Hey, uh, as we talk about what's going on around the NFL, Mike, could Russ return to Denver? Do you see this? Sean Payton said he met with Russell Wilson for 30 minutes Monday, Ugh. and there is a scenario that he could return to Denver. I told him, quote, look, I don't think it's going to be that long, drawn-out process, but I haven't been decisive as far as what our plans are, but he could be back. What do you think? Um... So what was he doing? Was he doing like, you know, I don't know, worlds of tank blitz on his phone? What was Russ? Was Russ actually listening as, as uh, Sean Payton was speaking? <laughs> I mean, was he sitting there doing like. You think he, he tuned out? Hey, look at this. I got Call of Duty on my mobile phone. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying, was this a monologue or was this a dialogue, I guess, is the question. Because remember, regardless of the contract situation, the fact they had to shut him down so they don't have to eat the contract if he got hurt. Yeah. He embarrassed him a few times in front of everybody on the sideline. He did. He did. I mean, you, you want to call out a, a high school kid, a college kid? You don't do that to a veteran like Russell. I mean, even if Russell is a diva and everything that's apparently been reported about him, you still don't do that. I don't think so either. By the way, Washington's direction with this first pick could be determined how they view Sam Howe. How do you view Sam Howe, by the way? Bum. Okay, so the new coach will come in and say, bum. Yeah, you got to go get a quarterback. And right? then they will go get a quarterback. But then people are saying, well, what if they like Sam Howe and then the number two pick is up for grabs, Falcons? Oh, what, what, what do you do then, Mike? Well, I mean, you know what? You play it close to the vest. Sam Howell, only 23. Started off like a house of fire, but then finished dead even, as you mentioned yesterday. 22 touchdowns, yeah. 22 picks. That's why I was saying early in the year, man, Eric Bieniemy is kind of showing he can uh, – and, and they got weapons. Too. They got a deep McLaurin. They got decent receivers, decent running backs on that team. It's not like it's bereft of talent. I agree. Uh, I want to see where they're going to go. Man, all these jobs. What? what and, and by the way, everybody's going to wait till this first domino falls, right? Who's going to go where? And then, Mike, I think you're just going to see everybody just fall into place. Because once that decision is made and teams know they're out of the Belichick or the hardball sweepstakes, then you're going to see all these other guys kind of fall into place. I mean, the most attractive job, it's just purely from a talent standpoint, everyone says is the Chargers. But, you know, we and I brought this up. they got a lot of cap. They've got some hard decisions to make with their cap and cut some of their veterans. Yep. And you, but you got Justin Herbert. I would think, and we said this yesterday, I know some Falcon fans don't want to believe it, we got a lot of talent and a, a decent rated, third-rated offensive line from the nerds at PFF, skilled position guys, running backs, and a solid defensive base. So it's not like you're coming into Atlanta and it's like, oh, my God, I got to I got to start from scratch. That's Carolina. That's not us. That is. Hey, man, Micah Parsons says there's only one MVP, and it's Dak, baby. Without a doubt, it has to be Dak Prescott. 4,500 yards. Uh, 36 touchdowns, leads the NFL, has nine interceptions, uh, less overall turnovers, and, uh, you know, QPR 72.6, second QPR. Uh, without a doubt, I think Dak Prescott had the better year. Um, I mean, look at the Ravens' defense. They just won the triple crown. Um, they had the best defense in the NFL this year, without a doubt. There's balance to it, right? Lamar played great. Uh, obviously, he's going to win MVP because how the media looks at it. But Dak played the best football in the NFL. I don't, you uh, know, uh, as a quarterback, no one can tell me differently. The stats, the film, uh, the place he's been able to stand, what he did this year, he he is by far my MVP. I mean, and those who say it's not about stats and uh, they say it's not about interceptions, whatever, when it mattered, Dak won. I mean, he's not necessarily wrong, although, Michael, you got to get his name right. I'm not sure who you were talking about when you I mentioned. I think Dak Prescott had the better year. Who? Dak? Has he changed it now? You, you got to know his name. I think Dak Prescott had the better year. <laughs> I believe it's now Dak Prescott. Uh, I, I, I'm not sure who he's talking about right there. I mean, I know the Prescott I think name. Dak Prescott had the better year. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, he's running hot. He's running hot. You know what I mean? He was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we screw up names. I mean, it's hard to screw up a one-syllable name, some would say. <laughs> just you, know? say you do play yeah. with the guy. Yeah. But uh, Jack has got pressure on him, just like McCarthy. We talked about uh, Dan Quinn. Jerry. Jerry does feel that McCarthy has done a good job, but it's still not said that he's locked in. They, Dick uh, Press. <laughs> now, Prescott is on uh, par for an MVP-type uh, season. We, he could be the MVP. A guy whose season has gone sideways is Jalen Hurts. They've lost five of their last six to finish the season. And now the word out of Philadelphia is Jalen Hurts has not thrown a football since the Sunday loss to the Giants. He's still got that finger injury, injury that we left the game. They're in trouble, Mike. Well, you know, they got the good news is they're going, what, they're playing Tampa Bay, right? They Tampa. drew Tampa Bay. Yes. I mean, they should be able to handle those guys. But I don't know if the entire defense hits some form of rookie wall. That's what it looked like. But one of the great stories that, man, this is, they'll be the one seed the whole way through, and the wheels have completely fallen off. And I don't know how Sirianni gets these guys up for this playoff game because if they can't get Baker on the ground, he's certainly capable of putting something together. Listen, Mike Evans and company, they could beat you. I mean, you can go down there and think you're just going to roll them. Right. But I I don't know, man. It's concerning what I've seen with the Eagles. Oh, that's a Monday night game, by the way. Yeah, Monday. Yeah. It's the only game. Uh, well, we got two Saturday, three Sunday. Well, actually one because nobody has Peacock. And then Monday night you, you get that game. Hey, Tom Brady, speaking of MVPs, what do you think about Lamar Jackson? First time I ever really noticed you was that high school highlight where you put the brakes on the guy <laughs> and he went flying by. Okay. And... Uh, <laughs> You know, not that I've ever had that experience in my entire life. So I, I don't even know what that feels like. Uh, but now you're doing that at the highest level. You know, you're the reason why people watch the NFL because guys like you and uh, you just had an amazing career. So thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. Yeah, he's crushing it. There's no doubt. Ravens get to sit and chill uh, and they get to buy. I, I am curious, Mike, to see who comes out of Wild Card Weekend. But I'll tell you, I think the Packers are going to give the Cowboys everything they they got. Um, you said it, Philly. That's an intriguing game for me. By the way, Philly's only a three point favorite on the road in that Correct. game because when you lose like they have, and they, I mean, the way the Giants beat them up, and you know that we we saw it up close that the Bucks can get after it defensively. And you know, the Giants, I mean, they look terrible against everyone but Philadelphia defensively. That's part of the reason why Wink Martindale was fired after he basically told the coach to go blank himself. <laughs> yes, he did. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.